On this Pentecost Sunday, it seemed more than appropriate to have our scripture being read in four different languages. Here is Acts 2, 1 through 13. Cuando llegó el día de Pentecostés, estaban todos juntos en el mismo lugar. De repente vino del cielo un ruido como el de una violenta ráfaga de viento y llenó toda la casa donde estaban reunidos. Se les aparecieron entonces unas lenguas como de fuego que se repartieron y se posaron sobre cada uno de ellos. Ar sam fen fanai mas na Israelita, ka dini ten tam niften mar sami hafa, ar ek ni niten fanai mas na Azi. Ar nis juicy pivava katsara, ni tuetja tan Jerusalema, av tani ni am ni firinena sami hafa reetra ban lancha. Ar nun rei zan feu zani de niangon niula na mar ka verevja, fa sam na hare Azi re ni ten tam nifteni av izi reetra. 그들은 모두 놀라 이상이 여기며 이렇게 말하였다. 지금 말하고 있는 저들은 다 갈릴리 사람들이 아니냐. 그런데 그들이 하는 말이 우리가 각자 태어난 나라의 말도 들리니 도대체 어떻게 된 것인가. 우리 중에는 바데, 메디아, 에람, 메소토파미아, 유대, 갑바도기아, 본도, 아시아, 부르기아, 밤빌리아, 이집트, 구레네 부근에 리비아 일대에서 온 사람들도 있고 로마에서 온 유대인과 유대, 유대교로 개종한 이방인들도 있으며 또 크레테 사람과 리비아 사람들도 있는데 우리가 다 하나님의 놀라운 일을 각자 우리말로 듣고 있지 않는가? 我们试图想象什么是那天，作为第一个人得到力量，上帝曾给予的，实际完成在现实中。那些信耶稣的人现在可以知道神自己住在他们里面，永远在他们里面，引领他们，创造一个新的群体。Who would gather for prayer and worship, service and the breaking of the bread in the name of the Savior? We celebrate a mystery. We can't truly understand the Holy Spirit, who will not be explained even with our best human analogies. Today we celebrate the work. And the presence of the Spirit, whom we appreciate every day of our lives, Jesus said, "The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going." He said, "So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit." 
We know the Holy Spirit from the gifts he endows us with. In 1 Corinthians, it says there are a variety of gifts and countless different ways to serve for the common good, for the building up of the body of Christ. Yet the manifestation comes from one spirit who determines the gifts each one of us have. We also know him from the fruit that grows in us, which naturally happens in those who choose to walk in the spirit instead of the flesh. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all of these are hallmarks of those who live in Christ. And the spirit brings conviction we feel when we have done wrong. On the first Pentecost, people were led to repentance when Peter explained what was happening among them. Over 3,000 believed that day and were baptized into God's family because of the grace that was extended and the assurance of salvation received from the third person of the Godhead. The Spirit is the small voice urging us to act on something. The one telling us to be still when we want to save our earthly lives in some way. And also the one who will not let us rest until we speak the truth. The Spirit leads us to know God in His fullness, giving grace that draws us close even before we know how to believe. He shows us how to pray, revealing Jesus to us, bringing life-changing transformation as we are then made into the image of Christ as we practice obedience. The Holy Spirit is our advocate, Jesus says, who comes along to support us in all we experience and attempt to do as the Lord did on earth with the disciples. Because of the Spirit, we have discernment to know when evil is near and to have a deeper sense of any situation than we ever could on our own. The Spirit brings the heavenly realm to our earthly existence. He is our true wisdom, the one who cuts through all of the complexity to help lead us into what is good and right and trustworthy. He guides us into all truth, teaching us what the scriptures mean, bringing fresh insight to us each time we open them because he is alive in them and he is alive to us. He meets us in worship, enlivening our souls when we sing, when we pray, when we open our hearts to his presence. When we are in sorrow, it is the Holy Spirit who brings comfort in our grief. In the darkest of nights, in the most unbelievable sadness, he is always there. With the peace Jesus said we would have, the peace that transcends 
human comprehension. Romans 8 reminds us of how the Spirit helps us in our weakness, interceding with sighs too deep for words, groanings too deep for words when we don't know how to pray as we ought. He binds up the wounds of the brokenhearted. He can heal the hardest heart, the most terribly diseased body, the incredibly cynical mind. We are never so far gone that we are out of his reach. He is the champion of the widow, the downtrodden, the refugee, the unborn, the homeless, the prisoner, the poor, the vulnerable, the orphan, the marginalized, the war-torn, the sick, the outcast, the persecuted, the discouraged, the abused, the weary, the one who struggles in any way, which means he is the champion of us all. The Holy Spirit exposes injustice in our world and convicts the world of its sin. The Spirit moves us to work for all kinds of justice so people might be made free, which is much needed in our world today because so many are bound by evil and fear and unjust power. He is the one who brings hope to our hearts when everything seems bleak and there is little light to be seen because he already has found a way when everything still seems impossible to us. The Spirit is who gives courage and strength and perseverance and deliverance when we are sure we cannot go on. He is the one who brings change to hearts, thus bringing new life to relationships. Thus he changes families, systems, institutions, and entire societies. He gives inspiration to the artist and the writer, the dancer, the actor, the painter. He brings truth to the scientist, the economist, the mathematician, the computer programmer, and the physicist. Wherever the Spirit is, there is life being created and new discoveries for the good of humankind and for the glory of God. When we feel the urge to give what we have, it is the Spirit telling us to be generous and to share because it is needed. He calls us by name to do the work of God, sending us to our close neighbors and to people who are far away, enabling us to use the talents and the gifts that He has given to do His will. He tells us, commands us to go and spread the word, to bring the gospel to those whom he has prepared to receive it. He brings anointing to those who would preach and teach, speaking prophetically through them for the Lord's purposes to be accomplished. 
what was known on Pentecost was the power and revelation of God's presence poured out for his people until he comes again. What was experienced that day was unity. The Spirit brings together all those from different nations, cultures, races, and languages, and makes them one in Him. This is why war, racism, cultural superiority, persecution, and oppression is wrong and protested all over the world. We are made to hold one another's dignity as being created in the image of God. He who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. And so we feel dissonance when we are out of sync with the unity that he came to bring. Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit came, those who follow him will be witnesses of his wherever they go. When we share the gospel story in word or in action, it is because the Holy Spirit is prompting us and showing us how. He is the one who helps bring us glory to him and honor to God's name. Love is at the core of who the Spirit is. And anything less than love grieves his heart. We can grasp the love God made us for and the love that Christ died to give us through his presence. And the only way we love one another is through him. The Spirit brings lasting forgiveness, making it possible for us to have reconciliation, true reconciliation with God the Father and with one another. Every single thing I have said about the Spirit of God can be extrapolated to great degrees and expounded out even further than we could ever imagine. We never get to the end of who He is in this life. And what I've said is not even a complete listing or a full understanding of who He is and all He does. But what I've said is based in Scripture shown from our experience, lived out by the church throughout time, and known in our minds to be true. We celebrate the Holy Spirit and how he is alive to us today. Where do you see the evidence of the living God manifested in your life today. Pentecost Sunday is not meant to be a day where we talk about something that happened a long time ago and leave it there. It was recorded so that we could see the beginning of the Spirit's presence given in a new way. It is the promise of God's ongoing activity and evidence of how he has been made alive in us to be witnesses of the whole gospel to all the inhabitants of the whole world. So let us celebrate the God who has made his dwelling among his people 
until he returns again or calls us home. Amen. In closing, I felt very led by the Spirit to read a portion of Romans 8, the first 17 verses. It's a little bit long, so the words are going to be on the screen. So I encourage you to follow along with the words or read with me or simply close your eyes and let the word just soak into your soul. Here's Romans 8, 1 through 17. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and to deal with sin, he condemned sin in the flesh so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit, since the spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his Spirit that dwells in you. So then, Brothers and sisters, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, It is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If in fact we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we finish our time together, I want to remind you of our praises and prayer request time at 1045 on Sundays. Our nation is in upheaval and in crisis in many ways, and we need to come together to seek God, to be led in these days by his spirit. So we encourage you to join us at 1045. Also, if you have a prayer request 
or if you would like to let us know of a commitment that you have made to God in this time, you can fill out those cards online. The link for them can be found in the description box under this video. Hear now the benediction. At the end of Romans 8, Paul is asking the question of what can separate us from the love of Christ. He says, what can separate us? Persecution, famine, hardship, the sword, distress, peril. And then we find these words, for I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, or anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God found in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we would say, given through the power of the Holy Spirit. May you know the peace, the peace that the Spirit brings today, and may you pass that peace to all whom you come into contact with. Make it a point to reach out and to pass the peace of Christ. See you soon. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about the Free Methodist Church of Santa Barbara, you can visit us online at fmcsb.org. We pray this message has been a blessing to you.